Now let's move on to Ukraine, where at least one person has died and four others have been injured as a result of overnight attacks on the capital city by Russian drones. The drone attacks have damaged buildings, creating fires and falling debris in several districts. It's the third night in a row that Ukrainian air defence units have fought off Russian drones in and around Ukraine. In the meantime, President Zelensky is saying the NATO summit had put Ukraine firmly on the road to membership of the alliance. In his nightly video address, he said G7 leaders had provided Ukraine with long-term security guarantees, which it had never had before. Sounding a more positive note than in earlier statements, he said the summit in Lithuania had removed any doubts about whether Ukraine would join NATO. Here's our security correspondent Gordon Carrera with more on the outcome and reaction in Ukraine to the NATO summit. The reaction here in Ukraine to the end of that NATO summit in Vilnius is one of muted satisfaction rather than celebration. There is a sense that they achieved some of what they wanted but certainly not all of it. There were promises of more weapon supplies. Some of those are important, like the French longer-range missiles, also fighter jet training, and longer-term security guarantees, including from the G7. Those are all considered important, both in the short term and the long term. But on that crucial issue of NATO membership, Ukraine certainly didn't get all that it wanted. President Zelensky, when he was heading to the summit, said it would be absurd not to be given a timetable, a clear timetable for when and how Ukraine would join. It didn't get that. What it got was a commitment that it would one day be a member if all other members agreed and if certain conditions were met. It's being phrased on the NATO side as if this is a step forward because one step, the membership action plan, has now been removed from the requirements but there's still no doubt there is a pretty significant step significant hurdle really still to be got over by ukraine before it can become a member and of course that membership is viewed as very important here in this country because membership would give it a greater degree of protection and the concern is really all along that the weapon supply is important it's vital in the counter-offensive that's going on at the moment but in the long term after this conflict is over, deterring Russia in the future would require something like NATO membership with its defensive alliance and the notion that an attack on one is an attack on all. That's what Ukraine really wants. It didn't get it at this summit. There's some hope from officials I've spoken to that they might get it at the Washington summit next year. So satisfaction, but certainly not really celebration here in Ukraine. Gordon Carrera there. Well, we also got analysis from Dr. Mitchell Wallerstein, a foreign policy expert with the Chicago Council on Global Affairs. He told me how he thought the summit went for Ukraine. President Zelensky has a lot to feel good about regarding the outcome of this summit. Uh, as your reporter indicated, they got extended security guarantees. They got a commitment from the G7 for significant increases in the amount of uh, munitions and other resources that they're going to make available. And they got a long-term uh, security uh, commitment. Now, they did not get an invitation to membership, but uh, realistically, uh, because of Article 5, that was never in the cards. Because if they had been admitted or put on the track to admission, it would have made uh, created an obligation 
for the uh, NATO members to come to Ukraine's defense, which would have meant a direct engagement with the Russian Federation. As this NATO meeting came to a close, U.S. President Biden was uh, at pains to point out the unity uh, within the alliance and how crucial this meeting was and the strong message it sends to Russia. Uh, would you agree? Because before this uh, meeting started, there were lots of concerns about disagreements over the communique, what would be said at the end with regards to Ukraine in particular. Yes, I think this is uh, a actually sort of the uh, culmination of uh, Vladimir Putin's worst nightmare, because everything he was trying to accomplish, beginning with the uh, attempt to, uh, to take Kiev in a few short days, which was an utter failure, uh, the rest of it had to do with trying to fracture the alliance uh, and uh, weaken NATO. And of course, we know that the other outcome of this summit was uh, Turkey's capitulation, uh, allowing Sweden now to join NATO as well. So uh, Putin is faced with a uh, broader coalition, a uh, stronger coalition, and a more determined coalition. So uh, I think in that respect, this summit was very important. 